0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, guys, welcome into another Pip Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast brought to you by The Sports Drink. Go check them out at at on, uh, you know, on Instagram, and check their website at www.sportstring.org, but let's get to the show, I, I'm not re-recording this, because, you know, I screwed up, I'm driving, and I'm, excuse me, I'm heading in the office today, just for a little bit, I have some things I need to do, and I've, you know, it's been a while since I've actually podcasted while driving, so... I'm going to do it, and we'll see what happens. I hope you guys had a great week. It's Friday. I had to re-record this because... I hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. I sure did, I have some stories to talk about that. First of all... Uh, the Hall of Fame was introduced And this is why I'm re-recording this Because I did was going to post another episode But I just disregarded Because I left out some things Well, for, more importantly uh, Pitt's star cornerback Darrell Revis Gets inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame And if you look at the Hall of Fame class It, it was kind of more of a defensive class You know I mean, you did have Joe Thomas getting in, but uh, there were some receivers, some offensive players that got left out. I mean, well, Hines Ward wasn't even a finalist, I don't think. Click, click, click. Ah, yes, the old turn signal while uh, while podcasting. Like old times. I mean, he wasn't even a finalist. Uh, Andre Johnson was, and, of course, he didn't get in. I think he eventually gets in. I'm not surprised Rivas got in. Part of me thought he would not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I think mainly because I look at his I look at his um, his stats more than anything, and you go, you can't always do that. I mean his INT numbers, obviously, are you know they're not bad, but. I think you have to look at his, you know, what he did overall as a player. You know, he was hard to throw against. And he was a very dominant player, in, you know, in his time. And a rock just hit my windshield. But no, no marks. That's good. He was very dominant in the time he was there. I mean, Revis Island was, you know, was a big thing. That's all we talked about was Revis Island, who he was shutting down and all that happy stuff. But, you know, Pitt's got them, I think, at least they're top of fourth for most players in the Hall of Fame. Eventually, more um, will be getting in. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald will get it. It's, you know, Larry's gonna, obviously going to be in pretty soon. In a few years. He'll be, you know, I think he'll be first ballot. If Larry had actually a decent quarterback his whole career... I think his receiving stats would be a lot bigger than what they were. I think he would at least... I mean, um, he was creeping up on Jerry Rice, I think, on the receptions mark. I think he would have eclipsed that mark. And maybe if he would have stayed playing a few more years, he could have actually gotten it. But I think he realized his time was up. And on top of that, I think he he did have COVID... And maybe that got him to reevaluate, you know, some things. And uh, maybe that's why he retired. There is more than just football, and I think hes he looks like he's doing pretty good. Lashawn McCoy is another one, and I still don't know about him, if he's going to be first baller or not. I doubt it. In a short... I mean, he was one of the top players, I guess, in the 2010s. Very dominant running back. The knock on him is he played on some bad teams. I mean, he played on some mediocre Buffalo teams. And pretty much, Eagles, I think, were mediocre as well. I mean, I think he played towards the end of the Andy Reid era. And I mean, Andy did have some decent teams towards the end, but you know it faded. And of course, he had the Chip Kelly era. Him and Chip didn't get along. He ends up on the he, gets, he ends up on the Bills, being traded. Then he goes to um, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. And I think he got two rings out of that. The one year he went, to, you know, he got one with Brady, and then he got one with Reed. And I thought he had more gas in his tank, you know, to command a, you know, a bigger role, but it just, you know, it just didn't happen for him. And he had some off the field stuff as well, you know, towards the end of his career with Buffalo. But uh, yeah, those two definitely get, are gonna get in. I mean, we can't forget about Aaron Donald as well. He's gonna get in. So I mean, gonna, I mean, three more guys are, are gonna get there. I don't think Tyler Boyd will, but I mean, he's had a pretty productive career. It's just um, the bill. I mean, the Bengals drafted Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and. It's kind of hard to compete for catches with those with those two guys. But let's get to the Super Bowl. Now, I have my yearly tradition of going to the same bar every year. I was playing on that. Well, my plan was to go to a different bar. And because um, I, you know, although they don't have a bar menu... It's a, um, they order food from the pizza place across, you know, next door to them. So, I mean, some pizza and beer didn't seem, you know, didn't sound too bad to me. But I got in the bar and I, I mean, it's, it's a very chill bar, but it was packed for the Super Bowl this time and there was no place to sit. There were like three open bar seats and, I, and some guy had post-it notes on him. As he was reserving them for his friends, I got kind of annoyed by that. I mean, posting notes on bar chairs, I just found that annoying. And on top of that, they had two bartenders. And these bartenders seemed overwhelmed with the demand. And I was like, well, I'm going to be waiting a while for a drink. The game's about to start. I'm going to leave. So I left. I went to the I went to the same bar you usually go to. They had free hot dogs and nachos, which you can't go wrong with that. Although the although the buns were like were kind of like uh, they tasted like they were they they've been out all day. But anyways it was still edible. And I tried to sit this one table and of course it had a thing on it saying it reserve, reserved reserved. And the, the irony about this thing is that this table was not occupied the entire Super Bowl. Nobody, nobody sat in it. It was just reserved. And I'm wondering if the people that that were sitting behind that table, maybe they did that so nobody was sitting in front of them, which would be kind of weird because there's so many TVs around. You can go anywhere. But I did find, you know, a, you know some open seats at the bar and... I sat there and enjoyed myself for most of the game. Although my only complaint was the first beer I had had no carbonation in it whatsoever. It was like flat. It kind of sucked and I had to switch up and I had two more drinks and I was like, I'm I'm fucking out of here. I left around the third quarter. I left around the time the Eagles were kicking the field goal to go up, um... And I remember I was listening to the um, the sports gambling radio station that I listen to usually, you know, all the time. And they were saying, oh, Eagles are selling for the field goal. This is the kiss of death. You should let Jalen Hurts finish the, dr- finish the drive. Because I think it was like, um, it was going to put them up 27-21, I believe, because, yeah, it, it ended up being with the one kiss of death because... Jalen was thrashing on Chiefs' defense the whole game, and you take the ball out of his hands? But uh, I did get home and finish watching the game, and of course, the ending didn't really sit well with me at, with, at all. I mean, yeah, it was a blatant, obvious hold, but it just felt like it was tic tac, and it's something you just don't call. But well, we all can't have the the ending the endings we want. I think the Chiefs we're, were going to win that game one way or another. Maybe, maybe not, but that's what it felt like. And you know, there's some other call, other um, calls that got questioned. The Devonta Smith um, catch that got called back. To me that play wasn't that big of a deal at the time because the Eagles were up 20, 20 you know, the Eagles were still up. They went up they were up 24-14 at the half. Pat Mahomes Mahomes, I should say not Mahomes, Mahomes. He got hurt and he re-injured his leg. He was barely walking. I mean, he was basically Daniel Russo at the All Valley after getting his leg swept. It didn't look good. And I don't think we were all too worried about the second half. We all thought the Eagles were in control, and pretty much it looked like it was their game to lose. That they were about to embarrass the Eagles. I, I felt that the, that Devonta Smith, call, you know, that they got called back. The league did that to prevent the, the Chiefs from getting embarrassed because they were about to. But then uh, the second half was quite different. Pat Mahomes obviously got the Mr. Miyagi treatment because he was, he was, you know, it's like he got a second win. I'm sure he got some sort of injection or whatever, you know, to, take the, to numb the pain or whatnot. Maybe the trainers worked on him, but he was a quite, completely different player in the second half. And of course, halftime is a lot longer. It's tw- 40 minutes. Plenty of time to recuperate. And you know the Chiefs scored the opening drive, and then it became you know back and forth, and the Eagles just had no answer for them, and and they just you know Jalen Hurts had a great game, but he had to be 100 perfect on this. You know he wasn't. He had, he had the fumble six. That was you know that was a you know a killer. But overall, he had a really hit a great game. They could they, you know they couldn't stop him. I mean, he was, he took the, he took the Eagles offense on his back and I mean, I gave him a hard time early in the year. I thought he was just a a good quarterback when they were only down 20 points, but he, you know, that's why I'm not in, that's why I'm not coaching. That's why I don't work in any of these type of uh, publications and whatnot. I'm just a dude that just randomly puts on a podcast and maybe, you know, Whatever. The halftime show with Rihanna. That show is basically for people who were very hardcore fans of her or people that people that loved it because you don't want to put you know a, a negative opinion on social media because in fear of people disagreeing with you because, you know, social media tends to be like high school sometimes with these type of things and um, I just thought it was underwhelming I I thought it was worse than JLo and Shakira and, and their only redeeming factor was them you know basically twerking on stage that was really about it but Rihanna was pregnant and that could have played into it as well you know, kind of, you know, when you're pregnant, it's definitely kind of hard to put any. It's hard to move around, and it's also hard to put as much energy as you want into a performance. But also, a lot of her, lot of her songs that are really good have features on them and collabs or whatnot. And it was just her being solo. I mean, I was waiting for somebody to come out to perform. You know, when she was singing Run This Town, I was thinking Jay Z or Kanye was going to come out. It was just her, and maybe that's what she requested was just her and her only. But you know, it just—it uh, was just—it it, kind of was just very stale. It just did nothing for me. And last year's performance was really good. I mean, there's been some good performances, but I mean, I was very—I was very hard on the weekend when he performed. I mean, I didn't—I hate I don't hate the guy or his music. I just didn't like it, but. It's making, me, it's making me, wondering if I should go and rewatch that to see, maybe if it was, you know, you know, maybe it was actually better than what I thought it was. But as the Super Bowl aftermath happened, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster spent his time trolling, And I I didn't expect that from him. I didn't expect him to be, become an insufferable asshole because he got a ring. Unless those guys re, unless those guys really did something to piss him off. That's all I can think about. I mean, Mark Mann didn't mention that he got better and more productive as he stopped doing TikToks because AJ Brown called him out, saying his career was on a mend until uh, Mahomes saved him. I think, uh, and Mark Mann mentioned that, you know, like I said before, that his production, he was doing less TikToks. I think maybe that contract was kind of a um, water in the face for him because he's in his mid-20s. And if, if you remember Mike Tomlin on the Pivot interview, he said that some players, when, when their time is up, sometimes what's, what's going around them buys them time. Sometimes what's going around them chews up their time. And I think the latter was the issue with Juju. Because he re- he tried to go in the free agent market. Nothing was there. Steeler signed son for a one-year deal. And he got hurt. He, was, he got hurt and we didn't see much of him. Then um, he signed with the Chiefs for a one-year $6 million deal. And I think at the end of the day... He probably he probably realized that his career is probably at the end of it. Especially if you're if you're if you're in your mid 20s signing a 6 million dollar deal and it's into one year. That's probably not a good thing. And I'm sure maybe he makes money as a TikTok or whatever type of influencer. Um, but I'm sure he doesn't pay much as a being being an NFL wide receiver. So I think he had to actually put more focus into his craft than his actual brand which whatever, I'm not sure what his brand is anymore if he even has a brand for that matter that's the only thing that's one thing i can think of with him, that's it Um, as for pit hoops it was nice to see them wall Boston College, and they got three games left on our schedule. We'd love to see them finish twenty-two and seven. They're they're a the top team in the country against the spread. They're nineteen six and one. Alan Saunders mentioned they're I think twelve and two straight up. I believe as favorites, or ten and two, one or two. But in our last 10, 10 games, they're eight and two against the spread as well. I mean, they've been, a, they've, been a, they've been you know, if you love gambling, I would I would definitely look at them. Um. I mean, of course, the money line isn't won't be great for these games, but take their money lines and parlay them into something. Which also is another hilarious thing, because I saw a guy advertising his $20 to 100 k challenge for gambling, and he supposed did to it, did, did it the week before. This week, he got one pick right and aver, advertised it. But then his next two bets fell flat. And when you develop a falling because you've, you know, got some picks right, you get get picks wrong, people will dump on you. So now I read that this person in particular is now taking a break and won't gamble for a few days or make picks, which is probably the right thing to do. I mean, if you're in a losing streak with gambling I'm sure it goes to your head and it's best to walk away than try to th- I mean because after a while you just you just throw you just throw darts against the wall hoping they you know they hit targets now I did um, now go into some other stuff as we you know we covered the Super Bowl talked about the bar where I bitched and moaned about the uh, post-its on the bar things Maybe, maybe because I'm 43 and I'm be, I'm becoming this old man yelling yelling at the cloud. I mean, I understand you you, you want to reserve seats, but I just found that posted stuff is annoying as hell. Oh well. Then again, I'm doing a podcast at 43, and I should probably find something else better to do my next year or two. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, you know the Grammys happened, and I want to talk about this because this was interesting. Uh, S- S- uh, Song of the year, or no, record of the year and album of the year, Adele was favored in both of those. And of course, I listened to that album out of curiosity. I mean, I, I mean, of course. You know, she had to put it out obviously as I'm as I'm finishing my divorce, and nothing like your ex driving up to your d- dropping the kids off with that with Adele, bla- you know, that new Adele album blasting. You know, thanks Adele for that. But you know, Bruce, but if you're if you're if you're a guy going through that like I am, I mean, a, a good answer to that is the Bruce Springsteen "Tunnel, Tunnel of Love" album. I mean, that's I mean. If you're going through a divorce, like myself, separation, and all that, that's a good album. You'll listen to. You gotta love breakup albums or breakup songs. Yeah, I have to thank her for that. But uh, yeah, she was the favorite in all these, and I figured Beyonce would win um, Album of the Year because she was due. I mean, she's the, now the most decorated person in the Grammy. She's won so many awards. She's 32 awards, I think. She's never won album of the year. And, of course, I think both, I think both times, I think to, at least two of the times, she got shut out by Adele. Which I thought, you know, I thought she should have won for the Lemonade album <clears throat> because I just felt like the Adele album that won that year... It was it was the same repetitive crap as the first one. And, it you know, obviously it didn't. But I obviously didn't... Th- I really didn't think she was going to win her th- this year at all. Although she was due. I felt she was. I thought that would be a big reason to give it to her. But it really just, you know... It was basically a... Um, It was basically like taking an early 90's Club album For the most You know And advertising it As something new and fresh At least that's why I felt like it was It just I listened to it and I just didn't th- I mean that, that album basically was for Hardcore fans For the most part I did listen to Lizzo's album Before the Grammys I felt that she wasn't Going to go away empty handed She was going to win a big award and she, you know, her, one of her songs won, you know, it won record of the year. And she was like a plus 27,500, I believe, to win that award. I think Adele was like minus 180, I think, to win that, I believe. And a $10 dollar bet on Lizzie would have won you 275 bucks. But I think, you know, when um, Bonnie Ray won song of the year, that's when I, that's when I realized this whole thing was going to take a, a weird turn. Because if she's winning Song of the Year, Record of the Year was going to be completely different, which it was. Album of the Year, obviously, Harry Styles wins. I listened; to, I did actually listen to it that night, the Grammys, out of curiosity. You know, when, when I'm out having my cigar, usually I'll, I'll, I'll put on something, and a lot of those songs made, you know, made, you know, they were there. I remember hearing them on the radio, and they were, you know, obviously popular. I could see why he won it. But uh, anyways, we'll close out here. I'm not sure what this person's doing behind me. I'm not sure what their endgame is. They keep changing freaking lanes, and now they're in the wrong lane. Dude, your phone has a GPS. I mean, Android iPhones have maps on, have map apps where it where, where literally directs you where to go. There's the Waze app. I mean, it tells you what lane to be in a lot of the times. Because, I mean, if you're making a right turn, it's quite obvious you got to be in the right-hand lane. But these days, it doesn't matter what lane you're in. People just turn anyway. But this person is doing the most. And, quite frankly, needs to do something with, their, with, their, with themselves. I don't know. Anyways, guys, I'm almost in the town. I'll upload this later. I don't know why I'm saying this, because this this is not even freaking live. Oh, well, how to pick, guys. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain